out on the set, please. I'm talented. Don't forget, I'm Julian. Is JFK still dead? Oh, pardon me, we're shooting something. Hello, I'm Drew Lane talking to this fake bike to tell you how dangerous bullshit news is for your health. Listen to Charlie LaDuff, but no bullshit news out. Ow. Right, can, we, can we do that again? I'll beat it. That's what I'm taking my glasses off like crack. Nana, Just did breaking news. No more bullshit. No more bullshit. No bullshit. Na 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 na. No bullshit. No bullshit. All right, welcome back. Hey guys, I missed you. Hi, welcome back, Karen. Thank hey, Karen. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Do you know people in the airport were, were saying that they love the podcast? They were like, we love the podcast. Oh, that's awesome. I actually really believe those numbers, yeah. I believe yeah. a lot of people. Well, I mean, when people approach you, I don't, you know, I don't, I never assume somebody knows who I am and they start talking about it. This was in the airport, so good job. Did you know the people? Nope, no idea. But, uh, you know, we talked, they gave me their feedback and they listened. So thank you very White much. White people are black people or brown people? Both, actually. Really? Yes. Male or female? Uh, one was a female, one was a male. White male and a black female. Were they together? No. <laughs> really? So you got like twice? Yeah, these were, that's what I'm saying, yeah. See, I mean, people but, want tomorrow's news today without fear. Well, what they want to know is what's really going on, Charlie. Yeah. And, they, and they appreciate the fact that you're willing to speak up and out from on issues that nobody else is speaking on. It's they a do. It's business, so, I'm telling you. Yeah, but they do. It's appreciated. So, you know, so, like, uh, so today we're going to... Uh, have Red Wing great Darren McCarty on, right? We talk about awesome the moribund sports scene in this town plus weed because that question's still not answered from last week. Is the shit legal yet? I you mean, aren't smoking it today, though, right? Uh, well, you know, I mean, who says we <laughs> smoked it last time? You did. You said it. it. I mean, it might not have been weed. <laughs> well, Could've tobacco. Been vape oil. <laughs> Whatever. No smoking in the lower level. Yeah, we're also going to, you know, uh, DeadlineDetroit.com, where I write for, we're asking the important question, where's Dan Gilbert? Good question. Like, look, I'm, I'm going to read this to you right now. It's from a baller. Big, big boy in all of our lives in, the, in this area. They employ a lot of people. Own a lot of property. They do. Here's what uh, here's what Big Boy said. I'd give you who it is, but I didn't yeah. get permission. Said, read the story last night. You nailed it. Amazingly, no other media is talking about it. Dan Gilbert, his health. He's one man show here. It's true. This one guy is critical to Detroit. I've met him twice, but don't know him personally. However, I do know that Detroiters, Detroiters need to pray for his return. Because well, if Dan checks out. Where are we going? We got it's we true. the people have so much money invested in him, not right. what, not what he's invested, hundreds of millions of dollars that he's controlling of ours. Right. And I'm talking to business he's, concerns he's, on the what, like the business community is asking me what I know about what's going to happen with Dan Gilbert. Right, because you yeah. know they, they got to make investment decisions. Well, all of our eggs 
are in that one basket. Which is sadly. why yeah. no mayor ever gives his town to one person. Right. They shouldn't. This kind of thing. They shouldn't. And remember, it's a private company. There's no elected board of directors. There's no publicly traded stock. There's not really anyone to answer to. And so there's no need to publicly disclose, which means that you've got to do your homework to find out what's really going on. So, you know, where's Dan? Where is he? Um, Also, uh, the mayor of Flint, the media darling, Karen Weaver. Former mayor. Right? Out. Hillary's girl, Democratic National Convention, Snoop Dogg. Jada Pinkett Smith lunch. Share. She, she talked to everybody but us. She's gone. Why? If you listen to the show, you know why. Because she's not the hero of the Flint water crisis. Flint's an important place. And Flint, obviously, is pissed off what's going on. And nobody's really following Flint. So we will have Art Woodson on, the community activist, who probably more than anybody had a lot to do with her brooming. Yeah. It was very close, 150 votes. Um, Which close. proves that every vote counts, as people right. tend to pull back on the whole voting process. That's yeah. proof right there that every vote counts. You know, I, I believe, I'm reading it right, she won every black precinct, and her opponent, Sheldon Neely, who's also black, won every white precinct. Flint is one-third white and two-thirds black. What's your take on that, Charlie? Well, I'm thinking maybe a third of uh, black people abandon her, and all white people never supported her so that shift okay you know i mean interesting numbers because flint is an interesting place flint is really you know a bellwether of the united states i think flint's really important and it's shocking to me you know she's a cnn they call her a water expert rachel maddow like it's shocking to me this didn't make any news no it barely made our paper no it was a blip just a blip on the radar Big, what's, so let's find out what's going on up there, what happened, and where we're going, what's up with, you know, federal investigations into Flint before and the contracts after the poisoning. So we'll get to all that. But first, let me say uh, that the No Bullshit News Hour Facebook Live portion is brought to you by American Coney Island. Just got the roof fixed. It's up there patching the roof. <laughs> Did that you do that too, Charlie? Tip top. You were doing roof Had too? Had it done before the snow, dude. <laughs> and the yeah. windows. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know if I ever told you, but uh, when I worked for the New York Times and, and I was in Long Island, right, and, mm-hmm. and we're laying sod, I, I lived with about 30 Mexican guys in a house. And, you know, we go out to the day labor, go out to the corner, wait to get picked up. And see, I was writing a, you know. Like on Fun with Dick and Jane? What's that? The movie where they, never mind, if you okay. didn't see, you know what I'm talking so about. So I'm bringing there. a profile of these guys and uh, we get picked up and we're laying some rich guys sod. And I, I'll never forget, he's 18 years old, his name was Paco. He goes, Charlie, man, you, you were a good dude. Where'd you learn to do this? I go, who the fuck you think did this shit for you got here? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. His brothers. You know, everybody get their turn, man. Try to make the American dream. Um, That's it. So it's brought to you by American Coney Island. Uh, Members football season. Uh, the holiday season. Coney kits. You can get the whole shop delivered to your door anywhere in the country. Go to AmericanConeyIsland.com. Makes a great Christmas gift. That's it really what I was does. About to say it does. I've sent a couple. People yeah. really, really appreciate it, and they enjoy it. I, I, yeah. I went to visit a homicide cop who now lives in rural Nevada, and we, we sent a couple Coney kits ahead of time. And as we got there, the Coney kits got there. You should have seen this old homicide dick. He's like, oh yeah, oh yeah. He'd been missing the Coney. I go, well, why you love it so much? He goes, well, first of all, oh, all those murder nights I was working, the only place open 
is American yeah, Coney Island. It's over true. 24 hours, seven days, 365. Uh, the Thanksgiving Day Parade's coming. Yep. Go on down. It's always fun. They got hot chocolate. Bada bing, bada boom, bada fuku. AmericanConeyIsland.com. All right. So for those of you listening on Sunday morning and you're not able to see what we're, we're going to be looking at, uh, Chicken Joe, I ye- you were gone, Karen, last week. We, we yelled at him for not producing. He thought he got fired. <laughs> Only Joe would think, here's a check, here's some beers, here's, here's some discussion. Take that as getting fired. Takes it as getting fired, right? So <laughs> Joe, Joe insists he doesn't live in a hole. It's a nice house, he says, but uh, you'll see these rickety stairs. So this is Joe's security camera. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah. He's got raggedy stairs but a security camera? Yeah, he's got a security camera. Well, look, you still want to be secure. <sighs> okay. Look at, look at those planks. But you want to have good stairs, too. Those planks are more rotted than Joe's teeth. Look at that. <laughs> I'm so not, this is what Joe sent for his contribution this week. It's a trap! Oh. <laughs> oh, fell hard. Fell hard. Joe so walks out of his screen door and then steps <laughs> on one of the boards. It pops up, gives way. And then he falls down, what, five, five more stairs? But he has no landing space. His gate is right, right at the bottom right of his stairs. Right there, stairs. yeah. Look at that. The poor dog. <laughs> oh, poor Joe. Is he okay? Yeah, he's fine. Joe's made out of rubber. <laughs> you got that other one? Uh, yeah, we do have the other now, one. This, yeah. Joe says, this is from 16. Joe says... That it's allegedly. That it's his landlord. I, I do not. That's from allegedly. Joe. I'm not going to make any comment on that. But these are the people in Joe's life. Joe insists that his windows aren't smashed out. Well, I went over to Joe's house here in the southwest side. He got plastic up. Yeah. Joe fixed the windows. Because the windows are blown. And then he sent this. And this is proof of what I saw. Uh, go ahead and roll it. His landlord was walking up in a uh, Halloween costume with a cape. Throws a brick, a brick the, through the window. What kind of life is this? <sighs> you know, I feel sorry for Joe. Yeah. <laughs> Why isn't his window fixed three years later? Because it's Joe. Oh. It's okay. like, well, why aren't you, you know, doing your stories, Joe? Hmm. Okay. You know, Joe, Joe thought he was, he was a mechanic. <laughs> and he's actually just a pick-apart monkey in a junkyard. But well, he thinks yeah. he's a mechanic. Well, it's like sanitation engineers. I mean, it's all in how you refer to it, how you how you characterize he's not it. Getting he's paid, well, like like he's a mechanic. Maybe he enjoys it. Maybe that's his pay. Play it again, Bob. Well, well it takes some. Play uh, it again, Bob. I get look mechanical at this. skill. Look at this. This is unbelievable. These are the same people that made Joe uh, dress up in the um, bondage. What? Gear. I missed that. Put a ball in his mouth. He was wearing studs and leather in there. And spanking, they were spanking him. him. And cricket bat. What, you, what were you all doing while I was gone? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's our intro. I'm glad I missed that, though. That's Joe. Yeah. Joe. All right, Joe. Thank that. that was that was great, dude. <laughs> wow, man. Get a, we should go over there and fix his stairs for him. Yeah. I mean, it just seems like we take a hammer and some nails. And some wood. Well, and a couple of wood, yeah. Because it's. I don't think you're going to be able to nail that back. Are you want to give Darren a call, man? Take care of a little business here. I want to uh, remind you all, uh, ADR, right? Consultants providing construction management and IT consulting services for your company, municipality, or law enforcement agency. ADR experienced, 
overseeing more than $250 million in private and public construction projects since 2001. ADR is competent. They can help reduce your costs, increase your bottom line, save you millions. ADR consultants are experts in procurement and government compliance. No job too big, none too small. Give Barry Ellen Tuck a call at 248-318-9424 for a consultation. Get the job done right, on time, on budget. There's an idea, Detroit. Hmm. There's an idea, Dan. A good idea. There's an idea, Mr. Illich. ADR Consultants, 248-318-9424. Might as well knock one more out, right, since Joey's back there mumbling. Right? Makes sense. (coughs) Told you. Luke Nowacki, Mark is doing fine this week, right? Do not overreact. Do not do it alone. Get some help. Get some advice. Have him craft a financial plan for you and your family that fits you. Pull some, you call Schwab up and you pull something out of a drawer. You know, when you go to the your company and you pick a one of five um, 401ks, take it or leave. Go to Luke. Tell him your goals. Talk about your family, and he'll get something done that's right for you, that fits you. Will he manage, does he manage money? Like, you know, investments? Yes. Okay, that's fine. Yes. Because need- remember, some people, when you're young, you take risks. Yeah, right? that's you're, the time to do it. You're, you're willing to enter into a risky investment, which gives you bigger returns, but it's risky. When you get older, you don't want to risk it. You're looking to get into retirement and have enough to keep yourself warm and feed yourself. And you're looking for customer service. That's, that's what that's, you're that's, doing. That's what you're looking for, too. When I went to see him, man, it was cool. Set out, poured me a drink. I also spoke to a lawyer about my assets, my home, my wife. Very good. Okay, cool. Luke Nowacki. I mean, Full service. Yeah. Uh, at Pinnacle Wealth, 248-663-4748. Position you and your investments, retirement, and college savings plans for the long term. Luke Nowacki, 248-663-4748. Great dude. Friend of first responders. I should tell you that Securities and Investment Advisory Services offered to Rolling Associates Inc. member of PC. Rolling Science Associates Inc. is separately owned in other entities and or marketing names. Products and services referenced here are independent of Royal Science Associates Inc. Luke Nowacki. My man. I love how you read the legalese. Fucking shit. <laughs> I mean, seriously, what's wrong with this country? Big man, you on the line? I'm here, Charlie. How oh, you doing, bud? Man, I'm doing good, dude. It's an honor, man. Thank you, Darren McCarty, the grind line, the enforcer, four-time Stanley Cup winner, man about town. I don't think anybody's loved more in Detroit than you, dude. Well, I don't know. You're pretty close, bro. I don't know about it. I'm, I'm very much hated, man. Maybe Barry Sanders. I love but... you, I love you, bro, because you know what? As your show says, no BS. You call it like you see it, and you know what? If people don't like it at home. One thing that they don't like to talk to. That's why I always like talking to Joe. Well, I, you know, I like how you said that, brother, because it's like you call it as you as I as I think I see it. You know, that's all. You, that's all you've ever done, dude. And, and I'll be the first one to say, hey, I disagree with you on a bunch of stuff. I don't see it your way, but the thing is, I know you do. So it starts a conversation, and I think that we're grateful that you've started some great conversations over the years to help out people because that's what you care about. Well, look, truth. man, I nothing's written in stone with me. You, you tell me something and it, and I don't know it and it's true or I never thought about it, I'm going to incorporate it. You know what I mean? I'm not sticking to it. it the, I'm the same way, bro. That's the only way that, that we grow and uh, as people. So it's, uh, it's an honor, obviously, anytime I get to hang out with you but to talk to you on your podcast. This is awesome. Hey, before I forget... Uh, 
can we go back to Vito's in Windsor again? Sure. You want to have lunch one day? Uh, yeah, that was a few years ago. That place was cool. Oh, yeah, Vito's is the best. Vito's the best. Eddie Mio, uh, that's the hookup over there, the Maggio family, and uh, we went over there and uh, had a throwdown spread, and uh, they do it real well. That's uh, in Little Italy over there in Windsor. Oh, it's all, it's all, nice. I mean, it's a pizzeria, but they got everything to, it's, you go there. Good. Yeah, we should. We eat too, Charlie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. You should go there. And you're welcome, Vito, for the free plug, because it was that good. Um, uh, Eddie Mio, you know, the great, the, the goaltending great. Yeah. You know, yeah. The, the wing and the, and the ranger. You know, Eddie still has a, a mullet, doesn't he? Yeah, you know what? As you get older, it thins out. So I don't know what the old guy mullet's <laughs> called, but, uh. It might be a Mio Owlet. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> Mio Owlet. I made, I made Eddie uh, mad, man. I was pissed because I just, I don't know, I didn't even know him, you know, I'm having a few drinks, I'm dogging him. I'm like, I know why you grew the mullet, Eddie. And he goes, he goes, why is that? I go, because you gave up so many goals, your neck would get sunburned by the red fucking light back there. <laughs> oh, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Oh, was- An old mullet is called a neck comb over. Oh, oh I see. A neck. There you go. Okay, there we go. It's the so, story of the mullet's coming back. So, Let's Darren, I, I was, uh, you know, last week, well, I want to take care of some business. What, what are you doing? What's that? What are you, you doing? Okay? Hockey like player. Just fell I had to move shit around, bro. You know, like, I'm always busy. I got people in and out. I got I got business, so I'm just moving a little bit. Darren, so sit I'm still, man. <laughs> Sounds like you, you're putting, like, one like of those, um, you. those frozen pizzas in a... In a the tin pan gonna, into the oven. I'm gonna segue you. I'm rolling a blunt. I'll segue you. <laughs> nice. <was> last week. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing, Darren. Like, there's two people I know that that know the weed business. You and and uh, Q Jameson, you know. But I got you. So, dude, is 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 weed legal? I mean, you know, can we smoke it? Well, technically, for the and you know what, uh, Charlie. What I always what I always tell people, and here's the thing. See, I get to go around, and I'm a medical patient, right? So right. I'm a medical patient. So my medical rights uh, supersede because of voted in by by people supersede. So when you ask me this about the re- recreational, yeah, I, people ask me that. I reach out to ask because I am not – I'm like everybody else. You know, the, the from my understanding of it, you can gift it. Uh, you can smoke it certain places, and you can have it on on your person and grow it at your house. But as far as going to buy it, doing all that stuff, that's still up in the air. So I don't know. So the fact that, number one, for me, being a medical patient in this state, like you see, we brought up Quinnette um, Jameson, who has Botanic U downtown. Uh, you know, those are there are certain people in the medical industry. So they're getting, they're coming around as far as, like, uh, from what I heard, it's like March or April next year, you'll be able to recreationally buy it. But as you see in the news, the licenses are going out. The some of the um, cities are opting in or opting out, and the ball's rolling. So this is the question you asked me. Maybe in February, I'll have an absolute definitive answer for you. Right, right. now, I, 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 you know, like we said before, is that I, I, I presume it's this. I know my medical rights are this, but I don't know. They don't. All of them don't transfer over into recreational, and it's still they're still up in the air, figuring that out. And there's no difference, is there, between recreational oh, weed and medical weed? Well, they're, they're, are you talking about the strains itself? Just wh- how the government's going to regulate them, right? Well, no, well, see, well, I don't... 
That that's the whole question. But there is like there's there's the whole thing with in cannabis. There's so many different cannabinoids and there's so many different strains and there's so many different whatever. Like the the whole big thing is is that why you find people turning to it is because you don't have to get high. Guys like me, I need it because the THC is mental and all the mental issues and concussions and all that stuff. But the CBD is the key to everything because that's your body, your sleep, and your appetite. And that's why you see everybody coming onto it where it's like it's nothing that's going to give you a buzz. It's nothing that you're going to go, oh, I feel great. It's just all of a sudden I'm going to tell you to put some topical on your knee and then i'm going to ask you 20 minutes later how's your knee and it's not going to feel any better but you're not have noticed the pain in it for 20 minutes so i don't know man i i you know i'm not putting anybody down i mean but i've I've tried it i didn't notice anything you drink you You use other things well i I smoke it to get high so that's what i mean (laughs) i understand that i get it i came from there right but i was gonna die and my shit was gonna blow up and i was gonna be off this planet and thankfully, I had the people around me to get educated. Why am I involved with Pancana? Why am I such an advocate for it? Because it saved my life. And I don't want anybody ever to have to be in the place that I was what do you when mean? there's an option. What was happening? My organs are going to... I'm an alcoholic, Charlie. My organs are... I'm, I, the reason I don't stroke and pass out and, and in the hospital, my organs exploding, is because I realize, and, the, and they tell me, because I have so much THC, um, my blood pressure, I'm in the hospital, is 230 over 160. Whoa, you're supposed wow. to be You're supposed to be dead, right? Yeah. So through the love of this plant and Rick Simpson oil, which is the pure concentrate, which they use for cancer patients, right? So it took the physical addiction of the alcohol. Eight days, I was pretty much in a self-induced, so to speak, coma at home with all this stuff. And when I woke up, the physical addiction of the alcohol that I had to drink, not... Because I drank, I got sick when I didn't drink. I didn't get sick when I, like, not when I drank. That's how bad it was. My shit blowing up. I got educated, and it's brought me back. My blood work, my health, everything is better than when I played. And you know what? To me, that's it. That's good. Uh, And and you know what? Everybody's path is different. Everybody makes their own choices. For me, it's an option. I don't care. In fact, I hope nobody uses it. There's more for me. Darren, Darren, did you do this yourself? Did you go to a uh, professional? So, no, I'm saying, but how did you figure out what to do, what to take, when, how much? What was that? Because I had the caregiver program in Michigan that came through for me with with about eight people that are well-educated in the fact that when I'm literally going to die and it's the last thing, so my wife, being a neonatal intensive care nurse, detoxed me at home for eight days with those guys there every minute of the day or taking shifts. Because when I was awake, boom, I was out through the Rick Simpson oil, which they use to fight cancer. Look into it. All this stuff, if you want the truth, I'm just, this is my truth. Well, give us a website where people who might want to educate themselves can start looking. Yeah. First of all, you can go to uh, athletesforcare.com, which is all former athletes that speak about uh, health and wellness, because that's what it is. It ain't about getting high, and it ain't about it's a, it's it's about everything. Let it's me do about, this. Let me ask this. We got that. So, what is that website again? Athletesforcare.com. Because I didn't I didn't really know this about you, Darren. I just know you as a good dude who I met and we hang out. So, I mean, what's wrong inside your head? Was it 
Did you grow up fucked up and you, like your dad beat no, you? I grew, no, well, let me finish no, the question. Jack. Let me finish the question. Yeah. When when you get to when you get to alcohol, it's like you're covering some traumatic shit from your childhood, or was it you were a big time international athlete and it was a, like a lifestyle and you guys partied, or did you start drinking to to mask the pain in your joint because you were a fucking bad motherfucker, dude? Was it to deal with the concussion? Were you self medicating? because your body was beat up or was it because it was a party playboy lifestyle or because you had a bad childhood? I'm an alcoholic because I have a disease in me of alcoholism. And in the hockey world, when you grew up in Canada, you know, I grew up that, that you were, if you're a jock, you couldn't smoke weed. You weren't a stoner. I was friends with him. I never smoked weed till I was 27, never got into it, but I had a beer in my hand since I was 10 years old. And then in, the culture growing up in Canada, alcohol is accepted. You can be shit-faced anywhere as long as you go and play. For me, it's, it's as it continued. Um, and then when you're an alcoholic and you can't fucking, you have one, you got to have 50, right? And then you have to, oh, then you become a professional athlete. And then you got to not only play at a top level, but you got to worry about fighting every night about guys. So that brings something else into it. And it just spirals. Then, you know, it's a culmination of everything except I was except that I was beat, beat or abused growing up. I wasn't, you know. But I'm an alcoholic. It runs through my family. You know, the bottom line is why I'm why I was ready now. I've been to four. The league sent me to four rehabs. They spent a million dollars on me. I learned the tools to be able to apply them now. If I didn't have the toolbox and the principles of AA. Right, which is I live by the principles, except my fucking program's got a garden in it. You know, that's why I don't agree with all the bullshit because it's about you as a person. So through everything I've been through has got me to this point to be ad an advocate about it and I will I just speak my my truth. This is and it's well documented and everything's public and everything's else. Did you make your uh, people can people can come up to Pink Conning exit one eighty one where I'm involved in that huge uh uh, medical and recreational facility. When it when it when it gets going, the Darren McCarty brand will be out of there, and I will be up there having these conversations with whoever wants to have them. And, and the twelve step program, the AA, all that. Um, part of it is apologizing for the people you've hurt, right? Well, it's just it, it's yes just or no. Account, it's, it's accountability. It's, well, shouldn't you, if you're a good person, apologize? For well, did you, you apologize to Claude Lemieux for beating his ass? No, because he deserved it, Charlie. There's not an apology there. When you're a fucktard and you do stupid shit, you treat people with disrespect, and guys like me come and fucking make you answer the call. Now, God gets involved, and then he does it on the greatest stage and gives you the overtime goal and makes it fucking huge, but that's out of my control. So, so, uh, so Darren... He doesn't uh, deserve an apology. So you said you, you, you have alcoholism, you're an alcoholic. If you weren't a hockey player and a professional athlete, you, you think you would have suffered the effects of alcoholism regardless? Are you fucking kidding me? It's yeah. a disease, bro. Yeah. yeah. It runs in my yeah. family. I got alcoholism running all and down it. Yes. You're, you're, uh, I'm of firm belief that it's a genetic something in you that, that makes us different. It's That's just true. Like any, yeah. I, it's just I, like I, anything I, else. I agree with that. So, so the thing is, I don't, and the thing with me, I don't care how we got here. We're here. What are we right going to do about it? Yeah. You know, I'm, I look at myself like I'm the field medic, right? Let Washington worry about, you, you know, the, the boot camp and how the kids are educated and trained and stuff. Fuck, I don't care about that. 
I'll care about talking education, but I care about the people, the guys that I'm losing, former athletes, human beings that are killing themselves every day because they don't have an answer. Well, you know what? I've found something that works for me. The weed. It saved my life. The weed works. The weed works. Yeah. Now, so, Darren, I'm so, ahead, so, so Darren, my, my thing is because we keep hearing this argument, and, and probably I couldn't imagine a stronger voice uh, in this argument than yours, but we hear the argument of marijuana versus alcohol. You know, I mean, people drive drunk, they kill people, the people are alcoholics, versus the pushback that the country, uh, our communities, our society is getting for marijuana. Which, what voice do you have on that? I mean, I mean, I can't imagine a greater one, but what do you say to, the, to that argument? Well, here's a start. Do you know what an endocannabinoid system is, and do you know what that oh, means? Jesus, endocannabinoid, that means it's an, uh, uh, something to do with... Do you know what that... Right, that means everything in this world with a spine in it, every animal, every reptilian, every human being has an endocannabinoid system, which, as you get educated... Only this plant, this cannabis plant, feeds that system, like your nervous system. So the first question is, if I got something in me so he's saying, and there's something he's out there that got feeds a it, do I got to get educated on it? Weed. Right, right? Right? So it's what you put in. Now, your system, the way it works, you're responsible to what you're putting in there. So my body will react differently to a sativa or an indica or a different strain or whatever mo- molecule. For me, it's my journey to find out what works. For me, I need more of a downer because obviously I'm more high strung. That's where the CBD is. Yeah, well, the, the, the long and the short is don't drive when you're on weed and you're not allowed to. Dude, don't, don't, it ain't about, that's just common sense. But hello, so bro. Fucking, people do dude, it, though. Don't drink and drive. Yes, of course they do. Now, let me and tell you, you something. Let me, let me, no, I'd, 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 rather, I'd rather have a road full of soldiers than a road full of drunks. Right. I was, just, me. I was just going to say that. I'd rather be on the road with a 16-year-old. No, none of them. Wait. No, man. And a 16-year-old no, just you, drank six no beers. Charlie, don't fucking pretend that there's not fucking people on everything. I but know, bro. That's all I'm saying. So all I'm saying is what's changed. I don't know. Not you know, it. like like when, 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 when we blew the reefer, when we blew the reefer last week, I forgot I had done it. And I was like, what's wrong with me? Oh, my God, Dad, that's right. That's right, right. so you shouldn't be able to. You shouldn't. It's the same thing as you shouldn't drink and drive. Yeah, I walked home. But I'm saying it's a whole fucking, that's not the argument. God, take but it people easy. get up in the morning Jesus. and take medication and fucking Scott. are on the road all fucked up. So. Listen, here's the thing, McCarty. Weed's not legal. And I'm against... Uh, what do you mean weed's not legal? It's not legal until uh, the president or Congress strokes oh, the pen. Oh, well, at the federal on, level. You're on. At the federal you're level. On, uh, oh, but federal okay. supersedes state. Yeah, right, it's well, called... It's, listen, listen, listen. No, let, me listen the, let me educate no, you. Let me educate you. Let me... Listen. Charlie. You don't care. You got... McCarty, God damn it. Motherfucker. I'll be the referee. Time out. Damn it, dude. Let me just tell you something. Let me tell you something. It's coming down. It's called the Supremacy Clause. It's not even an amendment to the Constitution like 14th and 15th. Okay, so, it's called a Supremacy so, Clause. If the federal government has a law, it supersedes okay. all other law. Okay. What we're creating here is a constitutional crisis. When the states okay. are deciding they do what they want to do, what we need right. is guys like you to go to Washington and get it off off what is the federal it? books. It's a, it's a level one drug, right? It's a schedule one. Yeah, it's schedule one. Schedule one. It's, it's, I, I it's, totally called, it's considered a super narcotic. Yeah. We got to get rid of that. 
So how do we do that? Charlie, I'll talk to anybody you want. But well, first of all, it helps, Darren, if you're listening to somebody tell you what the supremacy clause is. You get educated, and then you start advocating. Maybe you run for something. I don't know Why? what's happening here. I don't know. Make a difference. Because I'll make a difference right now, and all the people that I help and talk to that reach out to me because they know that where is I true. Stand and right. that's what them on their. That's what you're gonna do. Fuck, that's what I'm doing. That's why. That's why I have a facility up in Pinkana that I'm a part of that I'll be able to go there and have these conversations for people that don't give a fuck about a supremacy clause and all that other shit because they're dying right now. So right. when they figure it out and they want to talk to me. You tell them to give me a call, and I'll go fucking tell them my story. But until then, this fucking, I don't, everything I read and everything I see in TV and the news is in the world I live in, so I refuse to fucking live my in My man, healing by his own rules. Fuck the law. Are you an, Breathe, Darren. Are you an American? Are you an American? Are you an American? No. I'm a resident alien. Fucking get out. All right. I'm we need those home. jobs. Damn immigrants. Build the wall. I, <laughs> so how do you, how, hey, how, hey, you how, how do you use no, no, marijuana? No. How do you use uh, THC marijuana? You, you, are you smoking it? Are you taking the oil? Or how do you how do you get it? He's doing all that. Every, every all of it. Did you hear him earlier? He's oh. rubbing stuff in his knees and right. Okay, yeah. Darren, I gotta I gotta I gotta make a left turn here. Um, why do the wings suck? <laughs> They're the you worst in hockey. I know, but the but, hey, Charlie, that's what happens when when you see the stat that they let up the most power play goals against, and they got the worst. Uh, third period letting in goals in the league. And let me do this one. They're one in 12 in their last 13. They've been outscored 57 to 21, outscored 22 to five in the last four. So that the, the average last four games is five and a half goals to one. Wow. Right. They're going to miss the playoffs for the fourth year in a row. Is this the team or is it the culture? Is it the ownership? How bad does it suck as an owner? You're fucking way off base, bro. Because the culture's me. back. Stevie's back. Stevie's back. Right? That's right. So, back, yeah. so, 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 don't tell me about wins and losses and Gary Batman hockey, which is parody, which comes down to the last fucking two games of the year, and there's five teams fighting for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You're looking for culture here. I look at the organization. I see Stevie at the top, and I see eleven guys I've either played with or played against in the organization. Well, what it what it tells me is right now it's it's tougher at the beginning to find out what you have. They're not playing well. They don't play a 60-minute game. You don't win in the NHL when you don't do that. It's a, it's a blessing in disguise for the future. We knew it would be a rebuild. We knew it would be, take time. It sucks, but at least they're entertaining to watch. I think we can say that they're entertaining to watch. I don't think the young guys have made these steps forward like we were anticipating. You know what I mean? Well, I think, the fir- I think, the first, I think that that first line has the Mantas, the Larkins, the Bertuzzi's, but you got one line. You have no supporting cats. The second best line is the fourth line, right? And your and your defense is some of the week in the league, weakest in the league. So yeah, yeah and your I goal mean, your goaltender's thirty five. You know, I mean, well, I mean, it, there's a whole you you see what it is. It, it, so it, what happened you there? To, you have to start somewhere. What what happened there was the what happened the last four or five years. Yeah, what happened? Right. Well, just you missed Datsuk, Zetterberg, gone. You missed on Tatar and Nyquist. You missed on Erickson. You missed on guys. Cronwall goes out early. You, it, you, you're Lidstrom flat. You're, you're spoiled. Lindstrom retires. Dude, when you yep. lose Nick Lindstrom, you don't realize how great he is, but you actually lose like two guys. 
right? Yeah. Just the, the, and all those minutes and stuff. So, so as much as they're trying to figure out who they are, right? Yeah. All this stuff's going on and the youth and guys up and down. It's the, it's the greatest blessing for this organization because it, look at it this way. Instead of smoking mirrors now where it takes you four or five years because you thought you had something and you didn't, you know exactly what you have. So in, in two or three years, you're there. All right, let's go like this, though. Here's, some, here's a common notion. I look at the Detroit Tigers, okay? In the last three years, they've lost 98, 98, and 114, which is one of the worst, worst seasons ever. in the history of professional baseball. The common uh, ground here is Chrissy Illich owns these clubs, okay? Well, listen, you cannot use the hockey team and the baseball team when you're, you can talk about that it's owned by the same person and you want to ask me if there's more of a problem in the Tigers organization, you'd have, a, you'd have more of a point because of their lack of success and what's coming through and who's there. Red Wings, you can't even say that. It's two different beasts. You know, it's two different, two different animals, even though it's owned by the same team. Yeah, and, but they're both yes, in the I, cellar and they're owned by the same okay, guy and we're paying his bills. And he doesn't okay, share money point? with the city, so and he doesn't do invest it. in the teams. So what do you want? So go talk to him. What do you want me to do? About I'm it? just asking you, bro. Because you know, you, because you're a great, you're a legend. Listen, what? Shit needs to shit needs to change at the Tigers because they're not going to get any better. And I don't see anything. And, and oh, I got a hard time watching the game. But as the Red Wings, I'm not worried about it. So because they got what, Stevie. Right. They, yeah, and because they got Drapes as the director of player personnel, because they got Bear and Horkoff and Cronwell and Lindstrom and uh, Malty, Fisher, Howe. Because why don't they? Yeah, why don't they have McCarty? Because McCarty does all the shit that he doesn't want to live at the fucking rink. So I get to oh. do all the fun stuff. <laughs> I do all the PR and marketing stuff. There you they go. Worry about that. And then we got so the look. Like the Lions are just just decrepit in the in the. In the well, the Pistons are a crap pancake, and we pay right. for all of them. Listen, yeah. don't sh- how Charlie, you know the answer. Until people it? don't show up, changes aren't made. Why do you think the fucking Lions have been doing this for fucking a hundred years? Yeah. I grew up watching the Lions. It's the same thing. We all live it. Ownership. We all show up. We all show up on Sunday. I don't. I'm mad. Well, I don't. I don't either. But I'm saying I do. Too many people still <laughs> you do. Have to right. <laughs> No, yeah, that's, that's true. So, so I would say, if you want to change, then you got to fucking quit. People got to quit going, which ain't gonna happen. That's true. So, so I don't know uh, that you bring the awareness, right? The awareness is there. I think that we're not super smart. That other people out there that you're talking about is just that you're going to bring it to the forefront, Charlie. People aren't going to talk about, it, but you are. But it's reality, is it not? Yeah, look, it, do, Again, it doesn't you're, you're, doesn't really matter. I mean, there, it, it's it's fake shit. It's entertainment. It's something we can rally around. You know, take some civic pride well, and that, hang out together. That. But it's not the end of the world until. You're, you know, and I'm sorry, this is me again, it's me and you, until you start pulling money out of the ghetto, out of the schools, out of the I police department. Now I start to get pissed. Yeah, and, and we got a shit burger to watch. Right. No, right, exactly. And I think that, that when you break it down, because that's why your passion is because of the roots that you know that goes deeper, 
you have to make people aware of that. It's like in comedy. If I get heckled, if I don't repeat what was heckled, then people in the crowd don't don't know what they're talking about. But somebody says, hey, you're an asshole. And I said, oh, did you, you just said I'm an asshole, right? Then the crowd has you. So I get it why you're frustrated, but you know things that most people don't that you bring to their attention because when you bring it to their attention, then maybe there is action on it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, you are doing stand-up comedy, aren't you? Oh, absolutely. Here, give us a little bit of the routine. No. No. <laughs> no. That's not funny. Well, I, I'll give you a quick one, all right? Okay, yeah, I was with my wife. Yeah. No. So I was with my wife, uh, and I was telling her about the post bar back in the day and, you know, how it used to be rowdy and stuff like that. And she goes, hey, come on, quickie, two minutes. Let's go. And I'm like, what the fuck? Wait a sec. I looked around, and I said, are you talking to me? She said, yeah, come on to the bathroom for a quickie. And I went, babe, my last name's McCarty. I spent a minimum five, ten minutes in the box. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. bum <laughs> Where, where, where's our but I'm bum? There it is. Fuck with fucking Bob with that timely. We're gonna give you a rim shot, but we don't have it. We're, we're only a year into this thing. We'll edit it in. Yeah, we'll edit it in. That's a, there you go. We'll edit it. All right, hey brother. Um, seriously, man. Uh, so you're living up Pecaning Way, is that right? No, I'm in Madison Heights. Well, let's get together. That's that's just uh, absolutely. I know where your haunts are. Maybe uh, you do. I, mean, I, I was. Uh, have you been up to Dino's yet? Up at the Bell Iron Grill? No, have you? Yeah. How is it? Uh, the, yeah, we, the grinder played up at the pavilion and shit. Oh, it's great. Nice. Have to make a summer trip up there. Where's yeah. it? Uh, is that in, that's in Penn County? No, uh, no uh, Dino, you know. Our buddy, Dino's Bar in Ferndale. Oh, yeah. yeah he, got a, he got a new yeah. joint up in, uh, in Gaylord. Oh, he does? Yeah. yeah, and I've been telling him when to go up, but it's, it's, oh. it's you know... I got to be going up north. We should make an event. Oh, we should right, make a trip. Exactly. Want to do it? Make it an yeah. event. We always plan to do there shit, Bob. We never do. <laughs> All right, dude, I'll call you. Maybe we'll, we'll go with our wives. We'll go over to uh, Vito's, huh? Sounds good. All right, brother. Take care of yourself. Thanks right, a million. Man, thanks for the time, Charles. You bet. All right. Thanks, Darren. See you, Darren. Later. All right, you got it, guys. You bet. Thank <laughs> Bye-bye. You. He's funny. Oh, he's a good dude. I can so, tell. I was scared. He's kind of scary. Though. But he's very intense. I see why you guys get along. Yeah. <laughs> he's very intense. Gary's going to have an aneurysm or something. Oh, man. Yeah, he's a... Uh, yeah, he's... he's so he he's a ca- sweet man. But he counters the fact that marijuana calms you down, because clearly it's not working <laughs> for him. Yeah, he don't the calm give, down part. He don't no. give a fuck about fuck. You know what I mean? Well, why should he? I'm not living by the law. I'm living by my own law. That'd keep you healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you about Hall Financial, right? 800 five-star reviews from their happy clients, including Bob. Very happy. They're on a mission before the end of the year to get it to 1,000. I think they might be at 1,000, to be honest with you. This team, you keep playing the money. Yeah, I don't know where my other one went. Fuck. That's all right. Nobody's even Bob, I'm giving you homework. Just like Darren said, if you don't mention it, nobody will notice. So just, you know, we'll just let it slide. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, listen. This team of mortgage professional provides every client with VIP service, ensuring they feel like a name and not a number. What if I told you you could skip a mortgage payment and lower your payments? Huh? That would be great. I'm skipping my uh, December payment. So I don't have to make my mortgage payment until January because we just closed on it. It was, uh, they, were, they were fantastic. I mean, they crossed all the T's, dotted all the I's, made it painless for me. Came, we closed at my house. They said, where do you want to close? You want to close at Starbucks? We can come to our office. We'll come to your house. And I'm like, 
Yep, yep. Just come by the house. That'd be great. So Christmas uh, is going to be great here. Is your you payment lower? Yeah. Is your payment lower? And we lowered our payment, yeah. So what this piece of paper says is true. Absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. What's and the- we took money out because we're getting. I'm getting my roof done. <laughs> so I took some money out, and so I got the chunk of money for my roof and my payments. Little home equity. Yeah. Hmm. 248-308-5000 if you're looking to purchase or refinance. Uh, listen. Rates are never getting to zero. Fed just lowered them again. Want to lower that payment? Now's the time. I'm telling you. Or you can chat with them online. DavidHallMortgage.com. Give them a call. You will not 248-308-5000. be disappointed. 248-308-5000. I don't, I'm not even going to read this bullshit. <laughs> I'm not because here's Bob. It's no yeah. BS. Here's Bob. He'll tell you. You've been raving. And, and our other coworker uh, went with him as well, and he just closed on on his refi. Another referral. See that? Yeah. Now, and and he said the exact same thing as me. I mean, it, it was just it was so so painless. You can you can tell him you heard on the No BS News Hour. You know and it closed quick. Right. It was like fourteen days or something. Right. You know the uh, we were. On the old copy I have, right? What is it? Close. Uh, you said I think it was eighteen days. Or no, whatever, they but... they do nineteen. The average is like forty four days. Right. Mine was even quicker than that. Like I said, mine was fourteen. Get her done. And they didn't. You know, I'm nobody special, or you know, whatever. It was just DavidHallMortgage.com. NMLS number one four six seven four three five. Did you get a hold of him? No. Yeah, I did. My fucking. I feel a cold breeze. I do too. Where is that coming from? Is that door open? I don't know. I just want to make sure nobody's walking up behind me. (laughs) (laughs) Got to keep an eye out, Bob. That's right. Down here on the lower level. While Charlie's looking down. I got to do everything. Yeah, I know, Charlie, but that's what happens when you're good at it. Well, you know, I got got to find this. Okay, who are we looking for? I got to call our guy from Flint, our Woodson. Well, that's fine. Because he's looking at Mannequin Joey, and he's not going to pick up the phone. Did, uh, but I know he was addressing a bunch of veterans today because he, he works with vets. He's a, he's a super dude. Did you see the email that we got about him? Who? You and I. About who? About Arthur Woodson. What, what did it say? I mean, it was all good, but it was just saying, hey, if you guys, you know, they were, they were pitching him as a guest. Um, and so I didn't know if you'd already spoken with the person who sent it. I just acknowledged it and said thank you. Um, but they were laying out a lot of the questions that I'm sure a lot of people have and that Mr. Woodson... Could possibly well, have beat you to, to it. I was already talking to Art. Yeah, so you know, I didn't know. You if you know. feel, if you're out there and you feel like there's nothing you could do, I, I'm telling you, this guy, I, I don't even like using community activist or any shit like that. That doesn't sound right. Because you sound like a nut. Right. This guy <laughs> was just on it. I mean, you know, but court documents, city hall, just, just he was there. Yeah. He kept well, it alive. When somebody cares and they're keeping an eye out on what's happening and the moving parts and the moving pieces and the moving people, then they know. So, and they do know. Yeah. And they, that, can, that, they let other people know. I'm going to tell you. That's, that's for sure. Maybe he's still talking to the vets. I told this fucker, <laughs> don't do that. People you know do what I mean? that all the time, though, Charlie. They do, but I'm, I'm, on, I'm doing a show here. I know, but they... No, but yeah, like you said, he was he might have been there and it just went long. But still, whatever. it's time management, and a lot. Yeah. And most people don't have that mastered. So, you know, I had somebody that had a conference call, and the host for the conference call was late. And I'm like, how do you <laughs> set up a conference call and you're late? So, you know, we tend to look at things a little differently. People are pretty lax, and hey, everybody just kind of goes with the flow. But like you said, we're doing a show. It's, it's a time thing here, right. so... Um, you know, it's a little different. It's not like we're sitting around waiting for lunch. How are you the host of a conference call and then be late? Man, what so, is but that? listen, people should know me by now. I do not do late. I don't either. At 
all. I don't either. I mean, that is just one unacceptable thing. So, yeah. so what do we do, Charlie? Did you, did you, uh, I didn't have to, uh, appear in federal court. Remember I got that subpoena? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I was going back and forth with the assistant United States attorney, like. And Fox I, 2 wasn't helping you. No, well, you can bring that up if you want. I just did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they wanted me to testify in the case of uh, um, Kellum versus Quinn. Quinn was a, an ICE agent, and they're looking to, you know, arrest this this uh, young guy, Terrence Kellum. Uh, father told the fugitive task force, you know, he was wanted for a weapons violation and, you know, pointing a fucking assault rifle at a pizza guy. And they came to arrest him. Father said he wasn't there, and they executed the warrant. And the kid was hiding up in the attic, and then dropped through a hole in the ceiling. ceiling. And the dad said he, they, you know, he didn't do that. They brought him down, and then the guy just executed him. Oh wow! But all the evidence has showed the attic fibers over, you know, his clothes and in his underpants. Like, and his dad said, "There's no way." There's no way he could have come through that hole. You couldn't fit a baby down that hole. He was 110 pounds, and so I went over there, and you know, I'm 170, 175, and I went through the hole. So, so, so they wanted me to testify to that fact, you know. And um, like I said, the, re- the reason I did the story is I'm pro-cop and I'm pro-people. And when a cop's wrong, then you face the consequences, right? And when a cop's not wrong, I don't think you're allowed to stir up the community, Right? And ruin this guy's life. Like, you know, a couple weeks right. ago, I, I said the lead cop that went to arrest the woman had uh, information on the killer of a five-year-old. Right. And he unloaded 15. Yeah. And I know that cop. I still got to do that story. Mm-hmm. And I got to call my mom and ask her for advice. Because, you know, you don't want to do that story. Right. You have to. But you, you have to, you, yeah. you, I want to be fit. I want to do the best I can. Yeah, but you go on principle, Charlie. And yes. that's, if, if you're going to do it, you have to stick to what it is that you're supposed that standard. Like, it's not contingent upon who is involved. Yeah. I mean, that's that's just a reality. The jury came back in three hours and found the agent, you know, had done nothing wrong. They dismissed the civil suit. He was never charged criminally. And that's your, Art. Is that your guy? See, he came through. Late. Hey, what's up, Art? But through. Yeah. Were you, at, you in a dog kennel there? Can you get to a quiet place? <laughs> dog kennel. I said, uh, you sound like you're in a dog kennel. Can you get to a quiet place? It's yours. Here's what I'm going to do, okay? I'm going to have my guy call you on a 248 number. Ah, oh, goddamn. Okay, everybody who's listening, this is my fucking life. This is what I do. It's okay, yeah, can you though. hear me now? It's all good, Charlie. Okay, listen. It's I'm going to call you on a 248 hand. number. Okay, listen to me. Gonna call you back in a two four eight number. Pick it up. It's gonna be my associate, Mannequin Joe. Yep, in one thirty seconds. Okay. I know. That's why we're gonna. I know. I know, bro. Love you. Call you in a minute. Bye bye. You said I'm gonna call you back. He said, "Okay, call me back." I used to get paid a fuckload. I I just said I'm gonna call you back. Who's on first? (laughs) So look. So here's the thing. The jury came back in three hours. Nothing to this. You're gone. Right. They played the video that I made for Fox 2 for closing arguments. Hmm. It's still alive, this stuff we do. Yeah. Right? But, yeah, I, I, I do take exception with the fact that we're not going to... I'm on the outs, 
and the company that I made that for is going to leave me to fend for myself and hire my own attorney. And, uh, come on. Yeah, that's bullshit. Be because you don't want reporters going to federal court. You do everything you can to resist it. Why? Because it's a chilling effect. The, your reputation of if you tell me, bro, I'll, I'll keep it between us. Right. It's there is no law protecting anonymity and that promise federally. States like Michigan do have it. It's called the shield law, mm -hmm. right? Reporters, when they, it's sort of like attorney-client privilege. Right. The shield law has the same thing, reporter, uh, source. Right. Doesn't have to reveal the sources. Right. But I'm never going to, I would have to go to court. And wow. I told the guy, you know, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't so own it done? that. It's done. Okay. It's done, but still. You can only hope, Charlie. I don't know. So maybe we did something right there. So, you know, to the Kellum family, I am sorry for the loss of your son. There's nothing funny about that. And, you know, to uh, Agent Quinn, you know, I'm, I'm happy that it's, it's over. No, nobody wins in this. It's true. But, all right, anyway, Arthur, brother. Yes, sir. Are you there? Yes, you are. Uh, yes, sir. So... Let me just say this. Uh, uh, remarkable what's happened in Flint. Karen Weaver was the golden girl. She came in in what, 2000 and when was she elected? 15. 15. She immediately declares a state of emergency in Flint on the, the water poisoning, right? Correct. She looks like we're going to have some real representation in Flint. She but immediately starts hiring her own cronies. She doesn't really talk to the press or the people, but she has lunch with Jada Pinkett Smith and Snoop Dogg, and Bro. she appears at the DNC. She's in Hillary's commercials, but still, she's pushing. Now she's out. Explain to the listeners why Karen Weaver, the golden girl, is out on her ass today. Uh, you know, I helped her. Uh, a lot of people helped her uh, in, get into office. Um, so you did, you, you first, advocated for her? Yes. Okay. And, you know, we wanted Dane Walling out. Period. Point blank. No Dane Walling. That's the dude who was the former mayor who got you into Correct. this water system deal. Got him off the, the yeah. Detroit Correct. Water. You know, started, started off with that KWA. And a lot of people don't understand that the KWA was the crime. Yeah. The water and, system. And yeah. Right, and everything else was the cover-up. So it was two different crimes. Well, let's here. not go there. Why? All right, okay. all right. So I was getting to that part. Uh, we wanted Dane Walling out. Uh, Mayor Weaver, she didn't do any protesting. She didn't know anything about the water system. So uh, we, I told her about what was going on, told her how she can call a PA 390-1976. No, 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 don't do this. Here, stop. Okay. No. All right, my mm -hmm. fault. Okay, you backed her. She came in. Right. And you and you turned on her. No, I didn't turn on her. It was the fact that she told us, she promised us that she was going to get in there and put new people in with experience and expertise on fixing our water, fixing the infrastructure, the distribution system. She said that she was going to get rid of corruption. And she got in office and did something totally different. She was... She was Dane Walling on steroids. What did so, she do? Uh, I mean, you know, uh, February 5th, 2016, 
she started diverting the funds that was meant for the people in the city of Flint. What uh, funds? People that were sending sending in contributions to help the people in the city of Flint. She diverted them to her own private account to pay her advisor, Annie Gilchrist, and herself. Well, where, were the, where, were the fun, the, where were the funds being sent? Because that was always a question that I wonder. People were sending was, in donations. Was there a fiduciary formally established, or were they just randomly dropped? Where were the funds going? They had, they had established a community foundation. That's where they were supposed to go. But what happened, they turned around and got their own bank account down in Akron, Ohio, First Merit Bank, and they was diverting the funds uh, when they called to the city to, uh, to, to donate. They was telling them to send it to Caring for Flint instead of Community Foundation. Okay, now let's go to this. What about the money that was sent to Flint to fix the pipes? Talk to me real quick about the contracts. The contracts was bid rigging. Uh, they wanted uh, W.T. Stevens was their number one. Just contractor. keep it. Si- just keep it simple. Oh right, that, that was their number one contractor. And I'll give you one example. Uh, Goyette was the lowest bidder, which was another contractor. They had to bid on eleven units, right? Well, then Goyette came in as the lowest bidder. They didn't like that, so they turned around and said, "Well, then we're going to change the bid to four units." Then uh, give it to W.T. Stevens. Well, when everybody started making, you know. Uh, I'm going to cut you it. off. All right, let's go like this. this. Here, let me let me teach you how to do these. You go like this. They bid out the pipe contracts, right? When, when their company that they liked, that they wanted to get it, didn't get it, they rebid it, correct? Correct. And then who got it? Who got it was uh, W.T. Stevens. The company they wanted. That, that they, they didn't wanted, want. That they favored. No, the, they, they... On the second time around. The second though. time around, the company that... that uh, right. They wanted, didn't get the contract. Right. So twice like they with, tried. Right, and just like with Rizzo, the uh, waste collection company. Then, the, then uh, the third time, they went behind closed doors and said, look, let's just divide them up. Right? Correct. Correct. And so this incensed Flint, did it not? Yes. Yes. Be- because the company that they did favor didn't know what they were doing and tore up the whole streets and, and yards all across Flint, right? Correct. Are the pipes it's- all replaced as of today? No, no, they're not. And it's not just those pipes that needed to be replaced. That's like J.M. Eagle offered in February 2016 to come in and give us free PVC piping. They turned it down. They didn't want the free pipe. Our, our distribution system could be brand new right now if they would have accepted the offer from uh, J.M. Eagle from out of California. So They said that our weather is too bad, but they turned around last month and put these same PVC pipes in over here on the street, a, a one-mile stretch of road. So why is that? And remember something, Art. People are listening that you're, it's, you're talking really specifically. you got to yeah. speak generally, like... Uh, what I, I never heard that one. Basically, what you're saying is there was free pipes offered by somebody. They didn't want to take them. They wanted their preferred contractors to get paid and have Flint buy the pipes, right? Correct. Shit. So, uh, no. So no, ha- not buy the pipes because uh, the copper service line was donated. So they didn't have to buy that neither. 
So let me ask they you, have, what, what happened? You, you supported Karen Weaver in, in the beginning. She got in. What happened? What, why didn't, in your opinion, she deliver? Why didn't she get in and do what she was elected to do? What was, the, what was that, that, that change? What happened? When first started off with the diverted funds, and then you had Rizzo. But I'm saying this was a person you supported. No, now he's doing it. Okay. First she diverted the funds. Then, right. Then, then Rizzo came okay. the same year. And then? Then the beard rigging came with W.T. Stevens. Okay, and then? Then you got 17 lawsuits against her right now. And it was just incompetency. So uh, what we have here is around. the garbage hauling, the pipe contracts, diverting of money, 17 white officers suing for discrimination, and crime going through the fucking roof, and they lied about Correct. it. Correct. And everything seemed to be a lie. And uh, you had just uh, this year, you had a water violation uh, where they didn't take the samples. So they violated us for... Uh, Not testing uh, for the water. Right. So, I mean, we write back and then you had her put 8,000 liens on people's homes to be taken because of the water. Then she turns around after they made a, a moratorium that you couldn't take the houses. And uh, the county clerk, the county treasurer, said that she's not accepting them. She backdoored that and put the sewer on people's taxes, tax rolls. But did she so get she power still, drunk? Did she get power hungry? Did she get? I'm saying, no, what happened no, to her she, to make all of this happen for a per- person that you supported, that the community really thought had their best interest at heart? Um, you know, we got information that she was campaigning last week in a $300,000 Bentley. Uh, she was hanging out with, you know, the celebrities. What Jesse happened Jackson to the per- campaigned with Judge exactly. Mathis. So what happened to the person that you elected? What was that turning point to make her something that you are into or brought out the person that you didn't elect? It was the advisor. Uh, I call him Mayor Ani Gilcraft. He was making all the decisions. And she was just the figurehead. She was just the mayor. She didn't, she didn't make any decisions. He made all the decisions, and he ran everybody away from uh, City Hall. I mean, it's a skeleton crew down there. And her other, uh, her other, other advisor. It's important to say was, was uh, Woodrow Stanley. Woodrow Stanley, who got booted out of uh, the mayor's, he got recalled as the mayor of Flint for graft. Right for the same thing. And the see, fuck! A lot of people didn't History understand when. Uh, That's deep. Uh, what's his name? <laughs> Jason Chavez from uh, the Congress when they was doing the hearings. He said, is this the type of city that we want to go out on a limb for? You had to read the whole email. It said because of their financial practices, because they gave us a drinking uh, water revolving loan. Yes, of $20 listen. $20 million. Dollars. Here's and the thing. That loan, that loan was from 1999, 2000, 2001. And they say they were still looking for that money. And that was under Woodrow Stanley. Here's the thing, dude. Yes, Flint deserves the help, but you're all fucked up with your politics up there. It's a corrupt shit. It's not just Flint. It's Genesee County. It's fucking Wayne County. And Oakland County. I I, I mean... It's Washington, D.C. But but, but you have to look. They say Michigan is the number one uh, uh, state for corrupt politicians. That was in a news article. Does it make it true? Yeah, then it must be true, I guess. Look look, look at uh, Detroit's mayor. He even deleted email and was. Uh, well, he he got his grand time. juries, you know. Right, but why? Why haven't they came in and got these two individuals? Kwame Kilpatrick, they got him for twenty-eight years. 
Well, Why haven't they got these two? Well, it's because it's taken a while. I mean, we had the FBI agent in here. That thing started in 2000 and what, two? Yeah. They didn't hit him for eight years. <laughs> What's going on up there? You, you're hearing and I'm hearing. You, you've heard their sealed indictments, right? Hey, yeah. I mean, you're, close, uh, you're closer to the, the AG and the feds than I am, and I've heard that. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's coming, but it's, it's just taking too long. What's man. coming, man? Uh, what's coming is, is, is the, the unsealing of the indictments. Are those, and, are those for the original water crisis stuff, or is that for the stealing after the fact? It's after the fact. Huh. It's after the fact. Are those... And, those aren't uh, those aren't state those aren't state. Uh, no, it's federal. Oh. It's federal, and uh, that's that's what I'm hearing. Uh, that that uh, it's, it's indictment after the fact, and that uh, you know, I mean, it was in plain sight. It's plain sight. Uh, oh, of course it was. Rigging. Of course it was. Listen, you know me, right? I was never impressed. You and I are not buds, but I do think you are a reporter. You're like a, just a, a grassroots reporter. You're a guy that just does it because it's right, right? Right. Sometimes Correct. we agree with each other, sometimes we don't, right? Oh, but that's, that's, that's the best thing about it. I don't want anybody around me that's going to agree with me all the time. Yeah, and you're not my source. You know, you're a guy I call <laughs> up and say, I hear this. Right. I'm, I'm just checking if you heard what I heard or what did you hear. So, right. so is there a, a document shredding truck outside of Flint City Hall oh, yesterday? Yeah. Oh yeah, I put the I put the photo up on uh, Facebook. Yeah, and uh, the night of the election, they blocked off the street. The uh, police department blocked off the street, and people was moving stuff out. This, know? yeah, and this is Arthur Woodson. You can go to his Facebook page and look at the document shredding truck that miraculously <laughs> is in front of City Hall <laughs> because they didn't think they were going to lose. <laughs> If you thought right, you were going to lose, you know, you would have shredded that shit a while ago. Yeah. And I mean, well, no, nothing says you're that... guilty like shredding documents. <laughs> no, or deleting guilty, emails. But, or deleting emails. But, but why why would you be why would you be uh why would you need a shredding truck out there right before you leave City Hall? So what do you expect from Sheldon Neely? And what do you what will happen uh, or, or what what things will be put in place so that he doesn't duplicate uh, yeah, what what's he what's he talking to doing? Is he gonna like go back to KWA? Is he gonna pull out of the that's Detroit? What, that's that's what I read in the newspaper. Uh, that's insane. That he was talking about going back to the KWA, but here's the best thing about that, right? Is that the KWA was done not in good faith, right? The, the new state, the new water system we're talking about, correct? Right, and, and and the state put this in place, and they were supposed to appropriate funds because they started this program, not the city. Keep it simple, so, man. Don't don't, right. don't make this boring. All right, so the state's supposed to be paying for it. So if he go after the state and the county, and they have to pay two thirds of those bonds, yeah, that's a good that's a good deal. That's a good deal. So if that's the direction that he's going in. That's a great deal. Let me do. Let, let me do this here, okay? Yeah, then, let, then let, let, let me do this. Let me do this. Let me get something straight so the listener, hang with me. We'll. We'll. I know it's getting esoteric. We'll wind wind this up. Number one, you can't go back to that new water system because you don't have any way to treat the fucking water. Like Correct. it's that water treatment plant we all been looking at. It's it's. 
50 years old. No, it was closed 50 years ago. You can't even treat the water. Number two, here's where all the other listeners in around the world, especially those that live here, the way that Flint is paying its note for the water system that it does not use, that it never could afford, was they threw it on the Great Lakes Water Authority. That means Metro Detroit water users pay for Flint's sin. Wow. So what is the mayor talking about? Not necessarily. Uh, the mayor uh, is saying that the county and the state would have to pay that $7 million, part of that $7 million a year. Yeah, but you know who pays it now? We do. Well, they, you do, but it, watch this. You do, but watch this. You get $13 million in water, okay? Right. For $6 million a year. No, no. Yeah. What they did, no, what they did, we were spending $12 million before we signed the deal. What they did, they still charged us $12 million, and then they tacked on $7 more million to make it uh, $19 million. So basically, they're getting that pipeline for free. Okay, fine. But yet, yet we still pay for the water. We're, we're subsidizing the water y'all getting. That you know, right? right? Absolutely. Right. So, like, all of it, so all the whole of thing is a- this. The whole thing is this. All of us, all of we the people lost on this. And yeah. all the guys that loaned money and borrowed the money, they're wearing nice suits and they've been made whole. Did you know that Carlisle Group backed that uh, back that, uh, that 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 KWA? There's a lot you know of who, multinationals. Do you know who the Carlisle Group is? I, yes, I do know who the Carlisle Group is. They're for yeah, yeah. They're a multinational sort of hedge fund kind of. We do a lot of stuff around the planet, right? <laughs> but but all in all, I'm glad to see that Mayor Weaver was voted out. Because it's like a black cloud has been lifted from over the city of Flint. And the main thing now is to go back to the table and bring all the agencies back to the city of Flint and start over and not start over, not reinvent the wheel, but, you know, go back and see everything that's been done and do it right. right. Because people are dying here in the city of Flint. We talk about the water crisis, but we don't talk about the health crisis. You had cyanide, arsenic, benzene, TCE, PCE, you name it, we had in our water. And the lead was the main narrative because it was able to get the money for them to be able to uh, rake or steal or whatever you want to call it, get kickbacks. And we didn't pay attention and we allowed them to do that. Yeah. And Snyder and Rich Beard was the main two that was uh, coordinating it because he wanted to hurry up and get up out of here. So here's the thing. That's right. The, le- the, the lead, you know, it's not good. I don't want my kid having it, your kids. That was the least of it all. Right. Right. Arsenic, uh, methane, legionnaires, blah, blah, blah. Here's what Correct. I'm looking for. Get the police straight, Right. Get, get the water straight. Do the shit a government's supposed to do. And at the same time, I'm hoping the mayor, and we'll get him on. Sheldon, if you're listening, we'll, I know you're busy. Congratulations. We do not want the sins and the potential crimes, maybe, maybe not, let, let, let the process work, of those who stole money 
after the fact to help Flint and those who stole money before the fact that poisoned Flint in order to rape Flint. We need to see those things through because people will continue to do it if we don't have some justice. Is that right, Art? Yes, sir. Did you see where uh, they uh, issued search warrants for MDHHS and MDEQ uh, this week and uh, for the past two months? I think they uh, issued search warrants, uh, five five search warrants. Which body? The the, the, the attorney, AG office. The attorney uh, general. General Nessel's office. Dana Nessel, who's starting right. over. I still don't get that one, by the way. You could have started over and yet still... Take, took, you know, uh, Todd Flood's work. And right. Nick Lyon to, to, to trial. Build on what was happening. Right, build on right. But, sure. but uh, here's, here's the problem that I have, right? And, yeah. and, and I was, you know, pissed with uh, Todd Flood later on in the trial. Mm-hmm. He was giving them deals like Leanne Schechter Smith. Yeah. He gave her a deal that if anything else comes up in the Flint water crisis and she's implemented in it. Yep. She couldn't be charged. Well, shit. I mean, she's low level. She's low level, but at the eh. same time... Hey, listen, he, he, I mean, he did get two cabinet members charged. The two top health officials. That's something. I don't know why they're not on trial. You might be right, but dropping the charges on everybody? I don't well, know. Let's just, let me just... Ask you got the you, last word say, right here. Let me, let me say this, right? What if and this hypothetical, right? Come on, last what word. If, what, what if the judge that they had was working for them and he was going to dismiss the charges to where they couldn't be brought back? Well, that's interesting so, because the judge called Nick Lyon, the health director of the state of Michigan, called him corrupt. Boom. So I don't know. But. But at the same time, See, that might be an overplay for the underplay. Maybe. But I'm glad that we got Mayor Weaver out uh, because it was it was Mayor Ani Gilchrist who was just screwing everything up. And we have a new mayor, and I'm hoping and praying that he comes in and turn all this around. I know you'll hold where, him to it, bro. I was going to say, don't hope and pray. Hold him accountable. Well, we're talking yeah. to one guy here that does. I understand that. He definitely he definitely will be held accountable if things isn't done the way that they're supposed to be done. And that's, that's, that's everything I love on that one because <laughs> we need, people are dying and we need clean water, we need that's affordable true. water, we need crime down, we need blight gone. But houses, but I'm not apartment. Now, now let me just, I'm going to say goodbye to you, but just listen here. I just want, we're going to wrap up here, but I want y'all just to think of what you just heard. It's Art Woodson. Don't think about race. Don't think about gender. Don't think about where anybody is, money. Look what he, look what he just said. Say it one more time, Art. Clean water, crime, yeah. blight gone, good roads, some schools. Don't Correct. we? Don't aren't we all the same? We all we deserve are. it. That's all anybody we, wants. Yeah, we all deserve and deserve it. Uh, deserve. And I'm just going to say, Art. Right, here's what the thing is: you, you you really put your body where your spirit is. You actually go out there and make this shit happen. You're not a nut. You're not some goofball community activist who shows you. You're a citizen who can read, who's considered strong, and you had a major effect. Okay. You know, old dummy Karen couldn't get it done. Next. That Dumas Weaver. 
Totally. Just to make it clear. Totally. You you know when Weaver is dodging Dumas, you got a problem. <laughs> That's a huge problem. Man, the whole country's pissed. So listen, thanks, man. And uh, Thank you. just stay on the line and listen to this. It, I know these are Sundays. That's a spiritual thing that happened. A little, little bit yeah. of a win for democracy. And if you voted for Weaver, we don't hate you either. No, we no. definitely don't. No. So I'm gonna, we're, we're going to go out a little Mahalia Jackson. Uh, and enjoy your Sunday, sir. All right, you too. All Thank right, you. Bye. Thanks, Art. Bye-bye. Thank you. Mannequin, see you. See you next week. Karen. Uh, yes. Love you. Welcome back. Thank Thanks, you. Darren McCarty. And uh, Dan. Dan. Mr. Gilbert. Get well. Go to Deadline Train. Read that. You, you just give, give you a little update. You know, where's Dan? I'm going to let you know what's really happening with the money. It'll all come to be. And you heard Arthur. Flint, hold on. He's hearing what I'm hearing. And he's really plugged in. And I'm pretty plugged in. Yeah. So this just wasn't me. It's not over yet. No, you know, I'll tell you. Well, but they they took a big step in look, the right direction, getting rid of Weaver. The, look, let me put it to you this way about Art. The ballers, the AG, the feds. I know they talk to him. You know why? Because he's the fucker that uncovers this shit. He's the guy in the know. Right? Yeah. And so when I'm doing it with my reporting, you know they're talking to me. When I read you that email from, you know, the player, I didn't want to tell you who it was, he's informing me of what the feds will ask him. This shit's real. It's very real. And you know there's just a lot of shit we broke on this show. And we, show number one, show number one, no bullshit news hour, dot com, get on there and subscribe, was Flint. It was. We promised you we won't forget you. No, and we won't. And you know what's going on, Joey? Mannequin? Did, did he? <laughs> did some air come out of that? <laughs> I think I heard it. He said no. Uh, people are starting to call and want to be correspondents. We got a guy that covers the Capitol. He wants to contribute. We got a guy, I'm going to call him Shithouse. The Capitol in Lansing or Washington? Lansing. Oh, nice. The guy in Flint, I can, I can do it because this won't come out until Sunday. A guy in Weaver's administration, a guy I would talk to, he's now going to the waste treatment plant in Flint. So one of my insiders is now going to be a correspondent out of Flint. Oh, good. Yeah, his name will be Shithouse Shane. Is he working (laughs) at the treatment plant? Regular regular people. Your son, Karen. Chicken Joe, Shithouse Shane. We can do it. Art Woodson, we can do it. Yeah, like the people we talked that I talked to last week. I mean, people will tell you. I mean, it's not always the people in the positions and with the with the titles. There are people on the ground that see, that hear, that know, and that are willing to share their stories and insight about the realities of what is or is not happening. And they just need an outlet for it. And that's yeah, us. I wish we. I wish we were getting paid. All right, man. Wait, you mean we're not? Oh, here. <laughs> I mean. Oh, you do? I mean, some of that real money. I was kidding. That TV money, man. And thanks to all our sponsors. We'll see you next week. And uh, this is probably the greatest voice of the American 20th century, Mahalia Jackson. Bob, that's not Mahalia Jackson. We played that last week. He liked it so much. Oh, you're right. That was my bad, my bad. No, that's good. That totally works for us. I was on the wrong... Uh, that totally works for it's us. It's live. I mean, it happens. <laughs> it was live. Right, Joe? 
Yeah. He said. If we weren't a little technically fucked up with no sound effects and last week's music, <laughs> what would we be? The regular show. Just another slick ass show. Who wants that? There we go. Brother, thank you. Hallelujah. Does she fit the battle?